Hey everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast, Pop Culture Weekend Review slash Wonder Woman spoiler review. So um, in a few minutes here, we're going to get to some Wonder Woman spoilers and review this movie, get into this movie. So if you want to skip ahead past that, then we'll get to the rest of the stuff after that. So, Or should we do that last and, and that way people... Uh, yeah, let's do that at the end. Give, All right, we'll do that. Just shut it off. Right, so we're going to do everything else first, and then Wonder Woman at the end. So if you haven't watched it, you can just cut off at the end. Good idea, Brock. Thank you. Uh, with us today, uh, we got Justin. Hello. We got Brock. Hey. And special guest star. It's a movie night, so you know it's got to be Lance. Exactly. It's going to be May. <laughs> right. Hello, well, everyone. We haven't talked to you in a while. It's been a while. Yes, all over the place. It's been great. We've talked this whole year. It's like Bloodshot, I think, was the last time we, we had you on the show. I think Bloodshot because I think that was the last movie in theaters we saw. Yeah, yeah. The next, literally the next day, everything shut down. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was the beginning of it. So, uh, everybody have a good holiday. We had Christmas last week or this week. What the hell? I don't even know what day it is. Last week. Last week, yeah. Last week, everyone had a nice Christmas. A home alone. Or home with their families. <laughs> Justin's got this, like, fucking glitter thing going behind him. It's something his dad bought him. It just it's throws him. It's distracting him. I, I, I don't know why. I feel stuck into a portal of some sort. You know what I mean? Well, when, 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 like, when, when the, when the demons actually come out and like pull him back, then, then yeah. we'll know it was actually really a portal and not just a disco ball on ass. This has been the next, the next disaster to hit, hit the world. Justin opened accidentally. His dad buys him something. He accidentally opens a portal to a demon dimension. The instructions explicitly said, "Don't push the two buttons together." And what did Justin do? <laughs> you always have to push the two buttons together. Mm-hmm. So, Brock, did your kids have a good Christmas? Betty they did. They, they had a good time. Um, it was a low-key Christmas, but they got showered with gifts. Gifts, that's for sure. They got they got hooked up. Next year, I'm not buying them anything. Yeah, especially <laughs> Betty for a first Christmas. That's usually like the first Christmas. They don't they don't remember it. You can go cheap on that one. Uh huh. That's the one where they got more. They have more fun with the box than they do the gifts. Yeah, that's what yeah. I did with my kids. Was like. That if they were like that first Christmas, they're not even one yet. It was like, hey, here you get an ornament. Yeah, well, that's kind of what we did. But my my family and others have hooked them up. So we got hope kind of big gifts this year. And her favorite thing that she got was a stocking stuffer that I found, which is one of those little squeeze like that you like a little cat that you squeeze with the eyes pop and all this different stuff of Santa Claus. That's the thing she plays with most. She got a basketball hoop, and a kitchen set, but she's just obsessed with this little one dollar stocking stuffer. Where is the kitchen set and a basketball hoop? Is it just in the living room right now? The kitchen's in her room, and the uh, the basketball hoop and trampoline are still under the tree. Well, we're very that much up. A, we're very much a household that keeps everything under the tree until like New Year's is over. Does anybody else do yeah, that? We do too. We just wanted we, to surprise her with the uh, kitchen set. Yeah, we did when I was a kid. I was gonna say it, it slowly starts to leave as you know you start to use the gifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's how we are. Um, so we got New Year's. Everybody will just be probably doing the, the same thing. Last mm-hmm. year, I think the last time we were all together was last New Year's at Justin's house. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Where we had like all of us with our wives and everyone together. That was like New Year's. Oh yeah. no, no, we we were we were together at um at the um, your kids' graduation party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we were kind of in. Brock was in cars. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. We all car. stood outside, distant apart, and all that. But that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you um oh, wow, that was a long time ago. Wow, it's crazy. How fast, how bad this year is, but how fast it seems to be going to. It did seem to go quick, like looking back on it, all the stuff that happened. It really went fast for me from like August 1st to now. Like the lockdown went slow for me. I felt like being that first part of it was like slow. And then like June came and then like soon as July like was over, like we, we did a vacation, got back. I was like, oh, wow, you know, still got half the year. And then it was like over. Yeah, I don't remember any of it at all. It was just like zip right through an entire NFL season and all that. It was just gone. Yeah, the beginning of this was way worse than now. I think everyone just cope with it now and they can deal yeah, with it. Yeah, it's just it's normal life now. You know. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 the new normal, and I hate that term, but it's right. Wearing a headset and talking on Skype and Zoom is just a new is your new thing now. It's normal. The norm. <laughs> Uh, speaking of football, um, the winner of our podcast fantasy football league was my stepson Xander, which means another year of chaos. Another year of chaos. Justin, you came in dead last. Did I come in dead last? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, this year I actually tried for a little bit. Yeah. And and I was doing pretty well. And then all of a sudden, the last half of the season, my team just tanked. Whereas yeah. last year, I did bad from like week one and was trying to get dead last and yeah. ended up in like in, ended up like winning the runner up tournament. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was rough. Um, he took down the two top dogs, though. He took down Zach and Travis, which I was surprised by. So Wait a minute, no, what, what was what was Travis's screen name this time? Charlie Sheen, I think was his team. Yeah. Yep. yep I'm not Sheen. sure why. I don't know why he picked that. Was the winning. He was winning. Oh, he was winning. Okay. Tiger Blood. Yeah, from ten years ago. All right. <laughs> in uh, my other league, I was defeated in the championship game by Rob, friend of the show, dickhead Rob. Go. Uh, <laughs> 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 And it's all James Conner's fault. That motherfucker. He just ruined, ruined my chance of forever, for the first time ever winning that league. He ruined it for me. He did shit for me for like three weeks in a row. I benched him, and then he got like 24 points, and it would have been enough for me to win if I would have played him. So I hate when that happens. Like yeah. when you beat me last year. Yeah. Even no matter who I would have played, I would have lost. So it's not like, oh, if I would have played this guy instead of that guy. So it feels, I feel okay losing that way. So right. it's not like a dumb mistake that I made. Right. But whenever you lose and you have a, a guy sitting on your bench that would have won it for you, that's, that's hard to swallow. And the thing about it, Brock, is like, 
the first half of that Steeler game, I totally thought I made the right choice because they had yeah, like no points, theory. weren't doing anything. I'm like, he had negative one points. I'm like, thank God I benched his ass. Like, <laughs> oh my God. The week before, he had 1.2 points or something like that. And then all of a sudden, I just seen the second half touchdown, touchdown, big run. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, remember that you can run the ball. Yeah. Because they ran the ball all season. Yeah, it's it it sucked. It was uh, I wanted that win, but you know, congrats to Rob. He took me out. I still am. Just, uh, the Super Bowl for me was beating Ken, who was eleven and two, so cocky the entire year, and I beat him in the first round. So that that will that will fill me up for the rest of the year. I don't know. <laughs> I don't need anything. It's almost as good as winning the title and the money was just defeating Ken and Ken and watching be sad. <laughs> At least he's not at your house to break your furniture. That's true. Like last time when you beat him, he ripped the fucking chair apart. Are you are you gonna bathe? Are you gonna bathe in his tears? Do you remember that story, Lance? Were you around for that? Uh, wasn't wasn't that how the uh, the one the back of the chair got broken? Yeah, back of the chair got broken because yeah. he threw his hands in the air like real dramatic, and the chair cracked. And then Brock pointed at him and started laughing, laughing. like hysterically <laughs> laughing. So he was, I mean, that just angers the shit out of him. So he just turned around, grabbed it, ripped the fucking chair off, and talked it across the room. I was like, hey, I spent hundred dollars table set, and you're just destroying. He's like, I'll buy another one. Like, it was made in the 70s. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I think I had that like, maybe two months, and then he broke it. Yeah, probably. That was great. I was so happy that I instigated all that. Then it was all him. <laughs> Which is usually, when Ken melts down, it's usually because of me. It is. Most meltdowns are generated by <laughs> That is true. <laughs> you bring out Count. the <laughs> bring out the <laughs> people. Everyone. That was fun. Um so what else happened this week? I had my one of my kids, Logan, turned seventeen. I had an anniversary, so it's been a b it's been a busy uh week. Lots of stuff going on. Seventeen. Lots of Facebook posts. <laughs> So what did you get the wife for your anniversary? Nothing. Because we decided we were going to wait until uh, we're allowed to go to restaurants again, and then I'll take her somewhere nice. That she, she likes to go to Off the Hook, so we'll go to Off oh, the there Hook. Oh, there we go. I don't know. There in a while. Warrendale after, um, you know, this is over. Whenever. Whenever that may be. We'll do that. Ooh, I love their raw bar. Restrictions are uh, lifting Monday, I think, so. I don't going to hold. But. No, I mean, have you seen the numbers? Yeah. He he announced it he announced it today. They're lifting the he announced it today. They're sticking with the fourth. They're they're lifting the restrictions. All right, we will see. So yeah, whenever uh we can do that, we'll do that. In the meantime, we just ordered some food and hung out and you know, I get her this rose every year that's made out of whatever your anniversary is. I think you've all seen that. Yeah. Rose. That's a cool idea. In my uh, foyer, when you walk in my house, uh, like the first year was made out of paper, then cotton. So this year, for 10 years, it was aluminum. 
So it was an aluminum rose. That's a lame one for 10 years. It a lame one for 10 years. Like, I was thinking, like, like last year's was, like, porcelain <laughs> or something. And it was, like, a really cool rose. We had a wood one one year, a leather one. So I thought, like, oh, what's this going to be? I log into the same website every year and order it. And I was like, aluminum? It's like a fucking tin can. <laughs> like a Pepsi can. He just rolled up and painted red, you know. Uh, so it's kind of their anniversary now. That's got to be an interesting one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were some odd ones. There was like a candy one. There's a chili pepper one coming up. It's pretty weird, but it's a neat yeah. website. They make this rose. I do the modern ones. Well, since I'm an idiot and I have two anniversaries, but we do the modern one for the summer one. Remember that fake wedding that you were the priest at? Yeah. That's where we do the modern gift. You know, I like to make things difficult. <laughs> all right justin let's do some box office news because i know it's exciting oh terribly exciting um domestic weekend total for christmas weekend was way up specifically because of wonder woman 1984 total for the domestic was 23 million 764 okay. uh wonder woman came in first with 16.7 uh news of the world which i believe is a tom hanks movie um 2.25 million and the crude's new age came in at 1.745 yeah um to round it out the wonder woman global total was 85.4 million dollars that's actually not bad all things considered no that's not bad at all considering what what's going on i mean that's no that's there's no pennsylvania number in there because all the theaters are closed here yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like that in a couple other states as well, too. California's closed. Yep. New York's closed. So, I so. mean, you take California and New York out of the weekend totals. I mean, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. All um, things considered. It, uh, it did, from what they said, though, it did underperform overseas. Um, so they were expecting more, but uh, I think everything underperforms right now. <laughs> well, I mean, but even like, cons- considering the pandemic, I think they were expecting bigger numbers in China, um, and apparently it was not well received in China. So okay, all right. Well, well we will get admit it made more money than anything in the past what six or eight weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 six or eight months. Off the look, it it might be the largest opening weekend this year. Yeah. Didn't Bad Boys come out this year? Bad Boys did really well. It's first week. I watched that. Um, It was actually free on the Roku channel for some reason. It was absolutely free. It was like out there one night. Um, I thought it stunk. (laughs) And and I love Bad Boys. I love Will Smith and and um. Christ, can you remember his name? No. Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Did you see this third one at all, Lance? I did. And it was... It, it was, was bad. It, it, didn't, it didn't have the luster of, of one and two. I mean, it was it was definitely a lot of recalls and things like that. It just yeah, wasn't. I mean, they did the whole recall of, like, you know, uh, Marcus is going to retire. Like, we did that in the second one, where he's retiring and, you know, oh, we're getting too old for this kind of lethal weapon vibe to it. But, I mean... The rest of the movie, it was just like even the big action scenes were like way predictable. You knew exactly what was going to happen. I don't know. It, it didn't have any of the like the lines or the funniness from the first one, first two that it, uh, like made me laugh out loud like the other ones did. You know, like 
don't know. It was weird. Actually, to me, have you have you guys watched L.A.'s Finest at all? <laughs> no. So L.A.'s Finest is actually spin-off. in the same universe. Yeah, it's a spinoff. Yeah. And it's it's supposed to be Martin. It's Martin Lawrence's sister. She's got her yeah. own role, and now it's Jessica. It, uh, it's what's her name, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh... Gabrielle yeah. Union. Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle yeah. Union? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean... Each one's an hour, and it's like watching a bad boys movie. I mean, it's it's nice, it's it's good, it's good, just you know, mindless fun with, and it's got an over over arc. But I mean, it is actually better than the the last bad boy movie was. Is it? Yeah. And it looked like from this movie that they're trying to build off a spinoff of like that crew that they introduce in it. They called themselves Ammo. They were like a crime, <laughs> you know, those guys yeah. like. I guess like Will Smith and them are going to be in charge of it. And they may do another movie and like try to make those guys. I don't know. I just didn't feel it. You know, I guess the whole, I've always been a Will Smith fan in that where he's like Mike Lowry and he's this cool guy, but like he's older now. Like it didn't work for me. You know what I mean? Like you should be different now. Mike Lowry should grow up a little bit. That was 20 years ago. You know what I mean? You should should be more the mentor than the guy running around getting blown up. (laughs) Yeah, he's still running around in his little suits and his nice cars, and I was like, I don't know, it just didn't work, you know. It was, I don't know, it wasn't that good. But uh, there you go, it just derailed us a little bit for that. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Justin. What do we got in the movie news? Um, so starting with Marvel, um, as Lego usually does every year, they spoil <laughs> something for us. Yep. Um, and, uh, they have released a couple new sets, images from a couple new sets for the upcoming Eternals movie. They didn't release it. They got leaked. Uh, was it a leak? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's but a, regardless, it's, it's still Lego. Yeah. Regardless, it's still <laughs> Lego's fault. Um, so we got to see some, uh, some villains, uh, a big spaceship, the dragon. Yeah, some kind of a dragon. That's <laughs> Fin Fang Foom. That would be they, interesting. The pictures I saw, they cut the descriptions out. Of the, the, did you see something with more than that? Because I just saw um, pictures with descriptions cut off. Okay, the pictures that I saw had like names at the bottom of it. Okay. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to look again. But yeah, it was. I mean, it, it just it it was. Um, it looks like there's like a celestial you build. Yeah, yeah, that's an expensive set. So that thing must be pretty big. Yeah. Well, uh, they released some the of the Mar- they, they released some of the Marvel Legends uh, Eternals. It was a little bit of a spoiler as well, too. They look cool, the costumes and stuff. Yeah, I don't think I'll be buying any of them, but yeah. It looks like someone just took uh, took pictures of a proof of the Lego catalog. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Just snap some pictures of a Lego catalog you're not supposed to see. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, look at these. This one set's like $120. Rise of the Do- Domo or Demo or... Dome? Don't, I can't read it. I can't I think see it's Rise, of the, Rise of the Domo. And it's like a looks like a pizza pizza that's a spaceship. <laughs> it looks like it opens up into like a, like some kind of house or something though. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a like a whole playset thing. It looks like that that dragon thing comes with a lot of the sets. A dragon. It looks like it's a, I a dragon in here. It's a the aerial oh, the aerial assault one. Okay. It looks like it's with the Domo set too, and it looks like it's with the uh, 
it's I guess it's called the deviant. It's the deviant ambush. Yeah. So it looks like you can get that thing three different times. Yeah. I'm excited for those sets. That celestial is cool. It says in Arshem's shadow is the yeah. celestial. He's the celestial leader. Interesting. I wonder how big that thing is. It's got to be pretty big for 80 bucks. For 80 uh, bucks, you would hope it has some size to it. It looks like it's either it 493 or 693 pieces. It comes with four minifigs. That could be part of the price, too. Yeah. It comes with uh, Ajax, Kingo, Icarus, and Cersei. And it's got a light brick, so you know that added another 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. Nothing right. about this movie has excited me so far. I think it'll be cool. This, Yeah, this is going to be... Uh, I, I don't think until we see the first trailer. I'm sure a lot of people aren't super excited about it, but right. you know, depending on how the first trailer looks, it, it could be cool. It could be it could be kind of another Dark Horse like Guardians of the Galaxy was, and you know, nobody knows about it, but then it shows up and everybody loves it. So Yeah. All right, what do you got next? Um, so apparently nearly half of all HBO Max subscribers have watched Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, okay. It is wow. officially the biggest streaming release of 2020. Okay. Um, and then Warner Brothers has laid out plans, get this, to release four theatrical DC films and two DC HBO Max films per year. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is never going to happen. No, <laughs> this is all Warner Brothers stroking it, saying, like, this is what we're going to do. They won't make any of this shit because remember, they were going to. Yeah. I guarantee you the HBMX ones will be animated. Remember when they put out that fucking schedule that was like Flash and this year, Cyborg and Green Lantern and this movie and Batman and Superman 2 and Man of Steel 4 and all that. And, and that, none of those movies happen. And that had none nothing of, to do with COVID either. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, that all, that shit all crashed before COVID. Yeah, I mean the timeline we're in, we should have had the Flash movie two years ago, but you know, I mean it's ridiculous. They they just are so full of their own shit, it's unbelievable. They think they're going to be able to pull off a schedule like this. Now I think it would be great if they actually did it, but you know they won't. I hope they do. I mean, because they're going to have to do something to keep up with what Marvel's got going on. Disney Plus with Star Wars too, like all that nerd stuff, that, that content they're pumping out. They got to compete. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they should have some original series on HBO Max to go against the Marvel series. I mean, you got tons of DC characters, you could put them. But you know that what they'll do is they'll make these shows that you'll have no idea what the hell universe they're even in. <laughs> You have Titans out there. Titans doesn't tie into anything. And then they'll do, you have Stargirl and all these other shows that are all Doom in their own Patrol. universe. Yeah, it's just, yeah, Doom Patrol. It's Swamp in another thing, universe. Which seems to have just vanished from Earth. I mean, you know, they're going to put a Batman. They want to put a Batman show out. Then they'll be like, oh, here's a Legion show. And it's another Superman. Eight different people playing Superman and Batman. It's just confusing. They need to get their yeah. shit lined. And and you well, know, Marvel did that too with their TV properties. Yeah, they did a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like when when Agents of Shield was the only one out there, it seemed like it was part of the MCU, and then it wasn't, and now it isn't, and it isn't again. 
And it then, was, like originally it was, but then they just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, even, no, but I, even even then it's uh, and it's they do it in a measured manner. I mean, DC just seems to like you guys say throw shit across, throw shit against the wall and sees what sticks. Exactly. Yeah. I think DC lets anybody or Warner Brothers lets. I shouldn't say DC because it's all Warner Brothers. They fuck this stuff up. I don't think it's yeah. DC. I think Warner Brothers is just like, oh Lance, do you want to do a Harley Quinn show? Go ahead. Then Brock's like, I want to do a Harley Quinn show. Oh, you can go ahead. Yeah, do one too. <laughs> hey, I want to do one too. Oh, yeah, everyone do one. Go ahead. This, yeah, it doesn't matter. I want to use a different person. Go ahead. Doesn't matter. No, no, no. There's no god there on the DC side going. Don't use that character. Stop so, it. So, so the term canon at Warner Brothers is really just something they shoot out of, not yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for years their comics were that way too. Oh yeah. So the price happened. Rock, their comic books are still like that. Yeah, I mean, you have right now a huge comic book of, of Batman and Catwoman together. I don't know what timeline that takes place in. No one knew what timeline D- Doomsday Clock took place in. I mean, you know, there's so three Jokers. No one knows what timeline that takes place in. You know, there it's just make it up as they go. Make it up as they go. It's because but they can't stick to a release schedule. It's true. So they kind of just have to. They don't want to not put something out because they're waiting for the big event to end. So they just put it out, and then yeah, whatever happens, in the, it has no effect on anything anymore. Yep, exactly. It's all I over think the they place. They also keep just they keep one of juicing that this is the first issue. This is the first issue. I mean, well, that's right. Marvel more uh, than Marvel them too. You're right. Yeah, but you know, Marvel has a good plan now that they have. I think the Netflix stuff, you know, that was a little bit out of control because they had it on Netflix. Now that they have Disney Plus, you know, that stuff streamlined. It's going to make sense. DC has the thing now. You have HBO Max. It's popular. Get mm-hmm. it right. <laughs> your when your movies aren't out, your series should be on HBO it, Max. And if it's the success of Wonder Woman, I mean, we might not have liked it. We'll get into that later. But if half of their subscribers watched it already and it hasn't even been out a week yet, that says something. People want it. Yeah. So exactly. Pump that stuff out. Do it right. You know, you'll get subscribers from it. And you it, know, and you got to compete. And it still made eighty-five million dollars worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, let's move on. Uh, Disney Soul debuted. Has uh, anybody here watched it? I did. I liked it a lot. I have not. My son watched, watched it. it yet. He wasn't it, all that pleased with it, and he's a big Pixar guy. Um, I don't think he, he's the target audience for it. I think it's it's more the the theme of it is very mature. Okay. As a lot of Pixar movies are. I mean, it's got its cute moments and stuff like that for kids and everything, but the overall story of it is kind of depressing. Because it's about death. It's well, I'll get into the premise of it. It's more about life than death. Like the way they marketed it was kind of deceiving. What happens is this guy. This happens at the very beginning, so I'm not going to really spoil anything. He's a he's a middle school band teacher, and he just got offered a full time job. And he had been playing gigs as a jazz musician for for years, trying to get his break. And um, he, he got offered the job, and he was on the fence about whether or not to take it. And a former student called him up who was, who was playing for 
a successful jazz band, and it's their uh, piano player. Something happened, and he couldn't make it, so they offered him to fill in for the night. So it was like his dream. He dies on his way to the, to the gig. Okay. So, I saw that part. So he's ascending into heaven, or they call it the great beyond. Mm-hmm. And he somehow, it's like a big escalator going to a light, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Escapes that, and he goes to the great before. So it's a bunch of souls that have not been put into a body yet. Okay. Hanging out in the, in the pre-life. And then he's trying to get back to his body. And then and I'll just leave it at that. And then some interesting things happen. And it's basically, you know, like, what have you done with your life kind of thing. Okay. That, that's actually similar to a, the, a plot similar to the, um, I think it was Timothy Hutton in the 80s. I don't know if you guys remember it. He played the, he, he played, he, he, it was like about souls that actually were trying to find each other. And it was the same thing where they're jumping back and forth between, you know, the mortal coil and, and, and the afterlife and okay. going back and forth. Yeah. That, that happened a lot in this movie. It, it's, it's good. I think you guys should watch it. Okay. I wasn't a big fan of the ending, but uh, other than that, I really, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the ending was okay. I would have done it differently, but I'm not Pixar. I haven't made multi-billion-dollar movies, so <laughs> I'm sure they got it right. All right. Well, that's good. All right. Well, thanks for the review. Yeah, Let's check it out. I like, it's it's good. All right. What do you got next, Justin? Um, so apparently we're getting a Looney Tunes Coyote versus Acme movie oh, uh, coming in 2023. Apparently James Gunn is now attached as a writer, not like the only writer, but a writer on the project. <laughs> How many writers um, does Wiley Coyote need? <laughs> yeah, really. Exactly. Um, but uh, apparently this is planned for 2023 and it's going to be an animation live action hybrid. Yes. So it's going to be like is, Roger Ra- it's going to be like Roger Rabbit. Yeah. It's be like Space Jam. Now the question is is he going to talk? <laughs> yeah, that no. that'll be interesting. I mean He better that, not. That, yeah, he shouldn't. He should have he a should. dry erase board. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have anything to say. There should be nothing for him to say. Uh, moving on from there, uh, Sony Pictures is currently developing three movies and seven TV shows based on PlayStation intellectual property. Um, so they didn't really go into details on, on what is in development, but uh, that's ten projects of, of Crash Sony Bandicoot. <laughs> what do they even own anymore? I, I'm not even sure. I mean, Uncharted, I think, is, is a... Is a I think that's who's doing that one. Um, I don't know. There's there's a, a you know ten projects out there. Probably one of them will be Spider Man. They're probably, probably. just going to count that. <laughs> yep, probably. <laughs> I can't um, even think of exclusive PlayStation games anymore. They don't have that many. Well, it may not be necessarily exclusive to PlayStation, but it's their in their Sony's intellectual property. Okay. It's just pause. Just for them, Just uh, that's possible. I think they're counting the um, the Assassin's Creed shows that are going to Netflix. I think are being counted in this. Um, but uh, apparently, people were um, you know, 
encouraged to move forward on these video game properties again after like detective pikachu was was a relative success um and a few others so they're they're not as gun shy about going forward on on video game properties again so yeah because for the most part video game movies have sucked pretty much oh yeah most of them suck i'm hopeful for this uncharted movie um with tom holland in the lead it could be good so and just cause is supposed to be uh jason momoa in that movie oh really yeah that's actually i I love momoa but that's terrible or whatever the hell his name is yeah that's okay what what was what was the what was the last video game franchise that actually was a success i mean other than um tomb tomb uh, tomb raider resident evil Resident, yeah, Resident Evil, Evil, Sonic, uh, Mortal was Kombat. A <laughs> One Mortal Kombat movie was pretty good. <laughs> no, but um, I'm, I'm talking about as a franchise, multiple movies. I feel like oh. there was more. I, I mean, as multiple movies, I, the only one really is Resident Evil. Resident they made Evil. like hundred of those. Because I, I don't know that I would necessarily consider the Tomb Raider ones as a successful franchise. Because while people, I think people liked the first one, I don't think the second one was well liked. Yeah, yeah. but it was enough that they made three of them. <laughs> one was a reboot. Yeah, well, the last one was, the last one was technically a reboot. And there has been no, uh, no talk of a sequel to that one. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't know. We'll see. But yes, lots lots coming from Sony in the next few years, it looks like. I wonder if they'll start streaming on PlayStation exclusively like all these other things are doing. That could. Yeah. Sorry about the tissue. I'm having a nosebleed. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, brother. Must have shot an arrow up there. <laughs> uh, Brock, your favorite person in the world, Michael B. Jordan is set to make his directorial debut with Creed 3. God, how many Creed movies are they going to make? Three, apparently. My my guess would be, will be three. No, they'll go way past that. They made like 20 Rocky movies. It should have been over after the fourth one. Technically, these are still Rocky movies. Yeah, these yeah. are still Rocky movies because he's in them. <laughs> Sylvester um, Stallone is the master at milking a tit. For as much shit as it you could get, and he just goes on and on and on. He's gonna do another Rambo, you know, still Rocky, the same three characters, just over and over and over and over. It's because he owns he owns the property, so he can, you know, he doesn't have to if if he wants to finance a movie and get it out there. All he needs to do is get some studio to do it for him, and And Michael B. Jordan to save it. Yep. Yeah. Creed is a good movie. I never saw the second one. It's on Hulu right now, I think. I, saw, I almost watched it the other day. I'll have to look. I haven't watched it either. Anything Michael B. Jordan does is good. Yep. End the story. Bring him, back, bring him back to save the Black Panther franchise. Bring him back. And then also cast him as the Human Torch again. No! No, Human <laughs> Torch is going to be Killmonger. Um... So last on the list here for movie news, apparently MGM Holdings, uh, who's the owner of MGM Studios, is, curr- is currently ho- uh, exploring a sale. Uh, their entire back catalog, the studio, including their entire back catalog of films and TV. 
they're specifically eyeing streaming services, so I don't expect to see Disney or Warner Brothers to weigh in here on this 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 bidding process. Why um, they both have huge streaming services now? But their catalogs are. I, I think honestly, I think. Not necessarily Warner Brothers, but I think if Disney tried to do this, I think the government would block it with antitrust stuff because they've already bought up so many others as it is. Yeah. I think they would block this for antitrust. I don't expect Warner Brothers to get in on it. They've got enough problems of their own. My money is on either Amazon or Apple uh, coming in what, here. What kind of stuff would this be that you would get the rights to? Who's it's, in the MGM catalog? Creed? Creed, it's the Bond, all the Rocky stuff, oh. uh, the uh, all the Bond movies, Lord uh, of the Rings, apparently. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings the is Hobbit. currently on HBO Max, though. Uh, yeah, but if they MGM, if they, you know, there's there'll be a licensing contract for that, and as soon as that expires, if MGM sells, it'll go back to whoever buys the uh, uh, is the new owner of the property. It just depends on how the license, how long the licensing was given for. Okay. Barbershop. Uh, but the current estimate of market value is around five and a half billion dollars, uh, including their current debt. I, I got, I got, I got to think. It'll, I got to think it'd either be Netflix or Netflix or or, uh, or Apple. Amazon's got enough going on that they don't need it. I'm gonna say HBO Max. Snatch that up because they already have a lot of that content on their network already. So sweeten the deal a little bit. Yeah, it's so. possible. I'm trying to find like who some of their. There's a list I found of their intellectual property through the decades. Okay. There's some good stuff in there. Pink Panther. Vikings, Legally Blonde, RoboCop, Stargate. Wouldn't mind seeing Marvel pick up RoboCop and re <laughs> redo it in a right way. Yeah, Handmaiden's Tale, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some popular stuff out there. Yeah, The Voice. Yeah. All right. Okay, is, I see you. Does that include TV stuff or just the movies? I don't know. Film, film and TV is currently okay. what's what's being offered up. You get Legally Blonde. <laughs> Coming to Disney Plus. Agent Cody Banks. Another classic. I love the Pink Panther franchise because <laughs> we need a new Pink Panther movie. Beastmaster. Right? We could do oh, a new Beastmaster. All right, let's move on. It wouldn't be the same without Peter Sellers. Sorry. <laughs> right. Um, so moving into TV news, um, I've been blowing through a bunch of like. Star well, Netflix. Words. Netflix, we should have in here right up the top since we have it empty. Um, Transformers: War for Cybertron comes out today. This is the thirtieth. We're recording this on. This is the this is the second season. This is Earthrise which our buddy Jim Simonic has a writing uh, credit on. Um, so go check that out. Give that some watches. I, I'm probably going to watch some of it tonight, actually, after this is over. Can't Will Jim get that. paid for each view? I don't know. I don't <laughs> he think he's getting anything from it. But uh, just cool. More importantly, it. does it get an IMDb entry? 
Ooh, I'm looking he at may. it. Hey, right you never now. know. He should. He definitely but, should. Um, yeah, that's out there on um, Netflix. So go check that out. Um, now, what do we got? Disney Plus stuff, right, Justin? Yep. Um, so like I said, I've been going through a bunch of uh, Star Wars news on, on YouTube lately. And um, I wasn't going to bring this one up, but then I started seeing – because it was only – the first few videos I saw on this were only from one specific channel. Um and then when a few other channels started picking it up and running with it, I figured we might as well talk about it. Apparently, there are a bunch of rumors going around that there's um, a ton of like bad blood and stuff behind the scenes between at Lucasfilms and Disney. Okay. Um, apparently, Kathleen Kennedy is not happy at all that the fans reacted so positively to Luke Skywalker's return. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, Luke Skywalker's. Uh, return at the end of season two, the Mandalorian. Um, and that, you know, people loved it so much there, but hated his arc in, in, in her sequel trilogy. Um, and within Lucasfilm, there's Wait a minute, who is Kathleen Kennedy. She's the, the she's the president of Lucasfilms. Okay. What was we she talk about her every week on this show? Uh, really? Cause I've never heard her fucking name before. So <laughs> she, yeah, she's, she's the president of Lucasfilms. <laughs> what did she, she was involved in the, the three, the she, trilogy. She has basically led every Disney project up until the Mandalorian. Okay. Well, they've she, it's been she has her bad about maybe you should cast Luke Skywalker in a cool fucking scene instead of drinking blue milk, discarding lightsabers. Like he doesn't give a shit about it. Acting like an asshole. Well, you know, the thing is, is they were basically they were trying to usher in a new era of Star Wars and basically get rid of Luke. And and that was why he was treated so poorly and allowed to be treated so poorly in in the last sequel trilogy. And Mark Hamill hated it. He did. He hated um, it. But, you know, he was on contract. He, he was paid to play the part. So he played the part. Um, but supposedly there is a group of Kathleen Kennedy loyalists <laughs> inside Lucasfilm that are trying to sabotage um, Skywalker's future by rushing comics and novels to print that would limit what da what John Favreau and Dave Filoni are able to do with the character going forward. Um, and apparently George Lucas has been involved and been talking directly to. Um, the, the, the CEO, president, CEO of Disney, um, Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy are supposedly screaming at each other behind the scenes, bad blood. Um, and George Lucas has been trying to get her fired for like two years now, which, which is hilarious because when the first, when the sale first went forward, he handpicked her to run Lucas films. <laughs> she got power hungry. Um, and, well, she's an uh, idiot. Cause those, those three movies sucked, and uh, she should she and should definitely and let Favreau and I take over and redo those movies for sure. And, and she's also the reason for Solo being a failure because she um, pushed. She's the one that pushed for that release date, um, trying to up the number of films they were releasing per year. Um, it, it just she's not done. And there have been rumors for months I've seen that she's going to be outed. She's you know she's gone. She's gone. And and now she's apparently trying to sabotage Luke Skywalker's return when every all the fans loved it so much yeah. and she's pissed off. 
Um, what an asshole. I mean, you work for that company. Like, wouldn't you be happy that fans are happy and are liking finally. what you're doing? You finally got Star Wars fans back on track again because I mean, Boba Fett back and Luke back. It, and, but it wasn't her ideas. And that's well, her ideas been, blow. She's she's jealous that, that the fans wanted the original stuff and not her new vision. Uh, and, she's, and she's bitter. Well, I'm sorry I didn't like New Coke, but you know what? It sucked, so let's go back to the stuff that works. <laughs> I did like Crystal Pepsi, though. I'm sorry that you took Luke Skywalker and made him a badass, uh, uh, which was nice to see, finally, instead yeah. of an idiot in the last movies. Um, so, but yeah, so that's apparently there's there's a lot of shit stirring going on inside Lucas Films. It's going to be interesting. She's going to get canned. To see, I certainly hope so. If this stuff is true, yeah, because um, fans are happy. You piss Star Wars fans off, like you did with that shit you put out. You know, you're lucky they're still around. Yeah, you had to I bring mean, fucking Boba Fett back to save everybody. <laughs> Boba well, Fett I mean, if you, if you think about it, Favreau actually, Favreau actually probably saved the franchise. Yeah. Absolutely. This Filoni guy has uh, Western PA ties. Yes, he does. He's an Edinburgh alum. Uh, so continuing on the Disney uh, and Star Wars arc here, uh, the Cassian Andor show coming in 2022 is planned. Uh, apparently, it's, it's being taking place five years before the Battle of Yavin, so five years before A New Hope, um, which should coincide um, – in the timeline with the first season of rebels. Um, so are there any rebels characters? Cause Don, you haven't, you haven't gone through the whole rebel season yet. Have you? I haven't watched any of it. Okay. So Lance, you've I'm watched it, but I haven't yeah, watched, watched it. it. Any, any characters specifically from rebels you'd like to see show up? Zeb. Thrawn. Ezra. Definitely. Well, uh, it, at that point, though, it's because it's the first season of Rebels. So Ezra's probably not right for the for for this show. And do uh, it, Kanan or whatever his name. But yeah, Kanan could show up. There could be. And, a, uh, and what's her name? The, the, the captain of the ghost. Hera. Hera. Yeah. Um, yeah, there could be some cool uh, some cool crossover there. Um, I would love to see. Yeah. Like Brock said, I would love to see Zeb and Chopper. Um <laughs> <laughs> Chopper's already appeared in uh, Rogue One. Did he? Did he? Yeah, he was. Whenever they were getting ready to uh, to go uh, attack that the uh, the base to get the plans, he he rolled by on the uh, the hangar. Okay. Who I is this to... person? What's he look like? He's a droid. He's he's a, a he's not an R two unit, but he's he's kind of like an R two unit. He's an okay. R, actually, I think, I think technically he's an R5 unit. Okay. Didn't the ghost ship appear in the last Star Wars movie at the end? The ghost um, was in, also in Rogue One. Yeah, the ghost, yeah. Was they, in they mentioned Hera by name, too. Yeah. They, they were paging her over the PA whenever they were okay. rallying and getting all the, the ships in order and stuff. So they've already... They've already uh, Technically, crossed over Rogue One because they all showed up. Yeah. yeah. 
in uh, a little disappointing news, apparently Mandalorian season three likely won't premiere until at least January of 2022, uh, meaning we're going to have to wait over a year to see season three of Mando. I'm fine uh, with that. But, uh, the book of, but the book of Fett is confirmed right now anyway for a December 2021 release. And I think it's, I think right now the last I heard was it's going to be a mini series. So maybe like three, four episodes. And that should probably lead into the Mandalorian season three. I just hope he doesn't end up fighting the Mandalorian, the two of them fighting each other and at odds, you know, don't do that shit. I don't think they will. I I think the book of Fett, he's going to be, he's going to take over the hut empire on Tatooine and, just be a big ass crime lord. Okay. I mean, if 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 Disney if Disney keeps to at least even half of the stuff that they they announced Star Wars wise, you know, we're gonna have plenty of stuff to watch. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Lots of stuff. Finally, about time Disney Plus starts paying for itself. <laughs> yeah. Really. Just be one fucking show on it for two years. Or a year and a half, or however long it was. Well, yeah. now that it's earning money, they figure, you know, we'll put some stuff One on One show now. that we were excited about. There's still a lot of good content on there. Yeah, I guess there's some other stuff out there. Nothing that I would ever watch, but... Yeah. Just because uh, it doesn't have superheroes in it doesn't mean it isn't good. Okay. So moving into the superhero Disney Plus stuff, uh, just a reminder to everybody, WandaVision uh, will be premiering January 15th on Disney Plus. And apparently a Disney affiliate just leaked that it is going to conclude March 5th, which if they do an episode a week, we're going to get eight episodes of WandaVision. Cool. Uh, which is which is more than what we thought. I think a lot of us thought we were only going to end up getting like six six episodes. So, all right. Uh, yeah, so that's so cool. a lot of fluff. If it comes out, how long are the episodes? Uh, that stuff hasn't. That information hasn't been released yet. Mandalorian imagine, episodes are short this season. I imagine forty-five minutes, probably somewhere around that time frame. Yeah. They were talking about like a six-hour movie for for each yeah. of these Disney Plus. MCU shows. Okay. I think that's how they film them. I think they film them in like two-hour movie Teams. sets. Like acts of the film. Yeah, and then break them out. You know, because if, really if you look at the Mandalorian, that's how it was. Like it was the same story would have been told in one Star Wars movie. They just added more. Yeah, like downtime, travel time, and stuff like that. Like they could have yeah. done that in one movie. Yeah, that's but, what but you, if you do. Think you think about it. It's really good because this actually this actually helps you get rid of the aging problem. So if you yeah. film all three movies at once, you can yeah. you know you can basically keep that story with the actors looking the same. Right. Yeah, it's basically what Brock said. You film instead of filming a, a movie where you cut out all the stuff, you can just do that whole movie in a six-hour format, have as many cameos as you want, and then a lot of filler. Yeah. So let's face it, the Mandalorian thing, you really didn't need the whole land on an icy planet and then a frog lady takes a bath in a hot tub and there's ice spiders. Like, you could have cut that. I thought there was going to be some kind of consequence to that. Like, they would come back and help him somehow or something like that. But it was yeah. just a filler episode. It was a filler episode. Yeah. yeah. It was just to get you to Ahsoka and Luke and all the other things that they were going to do. Yeah, well, maybe and maybe they had like that that creepy ice spider graphic that they just wanted to use. Yeah. 
Yeah, it allows you to do that in this kind of series format as opposed to a Mandalorian movie. Right. All right. Some new rumors uh, surrounding Falcon and Winter Soldier series may have at minimum some references, um, if not the main one of the main story arcs being the Weapon Plus program. That'd be great. The MCU. It means we're going to get Phantom X. Yeah. Deadpool. Phantom X. Our favorite other Weapon X. Elijah Bradley. But Wolverine's <laughs> Weapon X, he's not Weapon Plus. Weapon Plus was different. No, Weapon Weapon X was born out of the Weapon Plus program. It was actually Weapon 10 from Weapon Plus. Weapon Plus was like Captain, that's like I don't Captain think you're going to see Soldier. I don't think you're going to see Wolverine tied to this. I think you'll see other Weapon Plus type people instead. America. But it, it opens up the possibility, Don. Be happy. You might get yeah, to see I, Wolverine. I, I'm fine with it. You'll get a lot. You'll get. I, a, I would be surprised if, if they do. If they do Weapon Plus, they have to at least mention it. Our tenth version, like they got to say something. like The tenth version went rogue, and he's been missing for a hundred yeah. years or something like that. And then, oh, then they'll give us Maverick on the show. <laughs> was he one? Of, was he one of the numbers? He was in there. Yeah. What number was he? I can't remember. Phantom X is part of that, isn't he? He's 13, I think. Yeah. Kane. Kane was the best. It's gotta be Kane. <laughs> All right. What do we got next? Uh, moving over to HB, HBO Max and DC Universe. Uh, Mark Guggenheim, longtime executive producer of the Arrowverse on CW, has announced he's stepping away from those shows to concentrate on the new Green Lantern project for HBO Max. Oh, how terrible. So hopefully that means the Green Lantern project is going to actually be good. If he doesn't want to be distracted by anything else, he wants to put all his effort into this. Hopefully that means it'll be good. Okay. I have a list of the Weapon Plus people, which some of these I'm surprised by. Captain America was an I was a Weapon One, mm-hmm. along with Isaiah Bradley, Protoside, who I've never heard of. Uh, Man Thing was Weapon Four. I didn't know that. Agent Venom was Weapon Five. How was Agent Venom before Wolverine? Luke Cage was Weapon 6. Nuke was Weapon 7. Typhoid Mary was Weapon 9. Wolverine is 10, obviously. Deadpool was 11. Huntsman is 12. Phantom X, 13. Good call, Brock. Thank Stafford, you. Stafford Kukos were Weapon 14. And Ultimaton Ultimaton is Weapon 15. I don't know. I mean, some of these I've never even heard of. What about they, they skipped two and three. Well, I guess there's three number ones. So, well, weapon weapon three um, was not published by Marvel. It was a Grant Morrison story that, uh, or no, that was weapon two, I think, maybe. Yeah, Grant but Morrison it was story. Was not published by Marvel. No. Oh. I actually have that. I don't know why Animal, they did. Animal cyborgs. Mm-hmm. 
Not to be confused with brute force. Weird. Justin, did you watch Marvel 616 on Disney Plus? No. It was pretty good. What's that? They had. It's just they're a bunch of one-hour documentaries. The first episode's Japanese Spider-Man. One of them was about brute force, and uh, they're pitching it as a as a new Marvel animated series, and it got it got killed. Brute force was great. It was an eco-friendly superhero team of cybernetic animals. Okay. So Captain Planet meets Dino Rider? <laughs> Kinda. It was led by Dr. Echo that was a dolphin. Nice. So apparently, um, Weapon 5 being the Venom, is they they must have, I don't remember them doing this, but they must have went and retconned that, that Venom was around during a Vietnam War and the government tried to turn him into a weapon, which did. is completely changing his whole crash landing on Earth and becoming bonding with Spider-Man. That's just Marvel trying to... Or know. he was created by Dr. Doom. In the, <laughs> in the Beyond World. Yeah. Let's now he, get that up. Yeah, there's that story. No, he comes from Null, Lance. He comes from Null. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty goofy. Alright, anyway. Uh, nothing else for DC. I don't have anything new for Amazon Prime. I was trying to look. Anybody know of anything or excited about yeah, anything? Yeah, of course. Yeah. We know it's coming out on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Sorry. So on, in two days, we have the next episode yep. of Chrome coming out with our good friends Tim and Natasha starring. And go check out Chrome on Amazon Prime. Streaming live on January 1st. And actually, the fifth season of The Expanse is going on. Called. Uh, Never heard of it. Mr. Expanse. <laughs> I've never watched it, but I've heard it is a very, very good show. It's 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 worth a watch. You're worth a watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Amazon Prime. Uh, don't forget about Chrome. Episode yeah. Two. Uh, and then in sad news today, uh, Don Wells, who played Marianne on Gilligan's Island, passed away at the age of 82. I am stunned that Marianne is only 82. <laughs> she would be 102 by now. Gilligan's Island was on a long time ago. Because she was on her, she was what? She would have been in her 20s and the 60s, so that's about right. Okay. Wrong. I feel like everybody's 100 years old nowadays. I feel like I'm 100 years old. Yeah. Me too. And, and and she passed away from a COVID-related complication, right? Uh, yeah, that's that's what I, I read as well, yeah. Sad. Poor Marianne. Who's left from the cast now? I No, I believe the only remaining original cast member is the woman who played Ginger. Uh, Tina Louise. Tina Louise. Okay. Uh, Gilligan's Island was the first lost. <laughs> was. Except it was good. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> Bob Denver played Gilligan. Died at the age of 70 in 2005. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tina Louise is the, is the last remaining cast member. 
original cast member from the show. Hmm. And she was born in 1952. Wow, so Marianne was a lot older than her on the show. Or not, like, on the show, but... Ginger. Dawn Wells. Yeah, crazy. I, I think I've ever only watched two episodes of Gilligan's Island. Uh, every time it was on TV, it was like the same two episodes. It was like the, the first episode and then like another one where Gilligan was having a birthday. It was like the only ones I ever remember from my childhood. It's just oh, <laughs> the only two episodes of the show that ever exists. <laughs> I know I've seen many, many episodes of that show, but I couldn't tell you if I've seen all of them or not. That's how I felt about um, Thundercats. Like when Thundercats came on Hulu, I sat there and watched like an entire season of it, which was like 65 episodes. <laughs> Man, as a kid, I think I only ever watched the first 10. <laughs> what the hell's going on in some of these other ones? I don't remember any of this shit. I never remember Thundera coming back and them going back home and like new Thundercats being on there when they're in space. I'm like, I just watched the same 10 episodes. <laughs> My there entire childhood. There were 99 episodes of, of, of Gilligan's Island. Wow. Seems like a lot of episodes for Gilligan's Island. It does seem like a lot of episodes. Wow. All right, we got any toy news? Bunch of Lego releases on January 1st. Like what? Uh, the new modular building for the police station's coming out. Looking okay. forward to that. They're doing a couple. Uh, they're doing a, a yellow taxi, just like a generic taxi. Um, there's a ton of. There's. A, they're doing. Finally, they're doing a Mandalorian minifigure in the Beskar armor. Comes in a little thirty dollars set where it's him and Grogu and a, a couple Sand people, I think. Uh, there's just a ton of Lego stuff. It's all dropping on the first. So. Okay. And all probably rough. All probably already sold out. No, they yep. don't do pre-orders on any of it. Oh, Brock really? bought it all already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try and get the police station because I think they're doing a gift with purchase kind of thing with that. So, and I already got permission to get it. So, it'll be my first modular building to start I in the city. Got permission to. <laughs> Pre-authorization is an important thing. It is. That way, I don't have to explain it when it comes in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to inter inter intercept the UPS guy at the front at the at the, exactly. uh, at the street over. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, there's a ton of new releases coming out. Uh, they're doing a new a new line of like potted plants that are made out of Lego. That That's weird. Hurt. They look really cool. There's a bonsai tree, and it has different colored leaves you can put on it depending on the season and stuff. Are you gonna buy like all those? Like the treehouse, right? Yeah, the treehouse was like that too. No, I won't be buying those. I don't have room for them. I don't have room for the other things, but at least it'll fit into the city if I ever get that going. Oh yeah, the bonsai tree is pretty cool. See, just it's, it's not that expensive. It's only fifty bucks. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> just Lake because it's not a superhero, Don, doesn't mean it's not cool. Just because what? It's not a superhero. <laughs> Is that your new thing to me now? Yes. Just because it's not a superhero doesn't mean it's not cool. How many pieces is it? 
878. Wow. I'm looking at it now. It's it's okay. I just don't know why like I would spend fifty dollars to make a Lego tree. Like I just go buy a bonsai tree. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this I one you can stick in your office and not have to worry about feeding or watering. It doesn't look fun to build, you know? You don't look fun to build. What it's, just it's just leaves, you know? <laughs> it's too hard for him. It is. He's still in the four-plus sets. <laughs> hey, I'm building Gundam right now. Gundams are way harder than Legos. All right. Is that um, it, Justin? That's all I have. I don't have any comic book news. I don't have any good video game what news. What about a trivia question? And I couldn't nope, come we're up going with right a into Wonder Woman review. So it, It's time. It's time for Wonder Woman 84. Uh, Spoiler-filled review. Spoilers! Yes. If you've seen it, stay tuned. You can listen to it. If not, log off now. Come back in a week after you've watched it, or if you don't give a shit, just listen to it. <laughs> and um, here we go. Okay. So, Wonder Woman 84. Again, we're not going any non-spoiler shit or anything like that. Um, so, I'll start. And I'm going to say, this is the worst fucking movie, uh, comic book movie, I have ever seen in the history of... I, I even think Birds of Prey is fucking better than this movie. What this about... Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four is better than this movie. This Michael movie B. Jordan one? Wow. So hard. Everything about it was awful, except Gal Gadot looks good as Wonder Woman. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> wow. I, there's a lot of things I want to break down about it, but I'll let you guys say what you think about it first. I'll go. Wow. <laughs> I didn't like it. I won't say it was the worst of all time. There were parts of, I liked some of the plot, but it, then it got kind of out of control quickly. So that kind of took a while, and I didn't like it in the end. But I don't think it was the worst ever. Okay. Lance? Um, I'm with Brock. It wasn't, it wasn't good, but it definitely wasn't like Bloodshot or Fantastic Four level. Bloodshot was good. <laughs> I, I it was. So I actually watched it twice. The first time I, the oh first my god, he loved first, it that much. No, the the first time through, I, I I liked it. I recognized that there was a lot of stuff wrong with it, but it it was okay. The second time through, because like I saw like people just shredding it online, and I was like, did I fall asleep and miss some of this shit? So like I went and watched it again, and I I my my opinion did did decrease after the second viewing. Yeah. Because um, it, it sucks. But it, it's, wow, I, I didn't think it was quite as bad as, as you're talking about here. Well, let, you know, so let's go. Here, Here's my thing with these movies now. We I used to be a little bit more generous with reviews on these movies because they were so few and far between. But now we have so many. I mean, we have a huge library of these movies. And there's been some really good ones and there's been some really bad ones. So you can't come at me anymore with... Well, we threw some action and some CGI in there, and oh yeah, it's fun. No, I'm looking for a lot more in that now in the in these superhero movies than I was ten years ago, where it was wow, it was sparkly and shiny. So let's go at it for a few different things. First of all, the plot with it—it's basically just 
let's have a love story in the 80s to an 80s backdrop so we can do funny 80s things like 80s clothing and 80s things and 80s stuff, which was so fucking stupid. All right. So first you have Wonder Woman. The beginning of the movie, you have a 15-minute scene for nothing. Just showing you Wonder Woman so we can go back to Thermoscara and we can have Robin Wright pen in it again or whatever the hell her name is and have all these people return to the cast just to show that Wonder Woman, she was going to cheat and maybe cheat the system a little bit. But her aunt smacked her down and said, you don't cheat and you know you don't get to win that way. And just for the end to tell her a stupid fucking story about Asteria, who's the, uh, who isn't even anything. I mean, I looked through comic book references. I couldn't <laughs> find really any reference to Asteria in the comic books that she was some kind of like... To, to explain the armor. It's just to show the Kingdom Come armor, which is just the Kingdom Come armor. I mean, it's Wonder Woman wore that in the Kingdom Come storyline, then she wore it a few times in some of the other canon stories, but it was never anything special. It was just armor that she wore in the future. Go read Kingdom Come. She looks cool in the armor there. Patty Jenkins must have said, wow, that armor looks cool. So let's just introduce it. It's the Asteria armor. And only the most noble of warriors can like wear it. I was like, why is this beginning taking so long? Like, why are we in Thermoscara for so much time just to watch this stupid fucking uh, Thermoscarian Olympics or whatever they had, whatever they had going on. It was it was awful. So the opening was awful. I don't know. You guys can respond to that. What do you think about the opening? It was pointless. It was, it was but slow. It was well shot. Yeah, it was well shot. It was, it, was, it, was, it was slow. It was well shot, but it had no. Yeah, I don't get points no, for being no well shot. It was one of the better parts of the movie, though. <laughs> it served no purpose, but. So then we go to Wonder Woman, and she's in 1984. Now. If you remember in Justice League and in Wonder Woman's movie, after the events of World War One, she really kind of gave up on humanity and was gone for a while. I mean, it was really Justice League and Batman that brought her out of the shadows and brought her out of like the mainstream and made her like start being a superhero again. Then why in 84 was she saving everybody out in public? I mean, yeah, she knocked out the cameras and there was like – but she was out like being a hero. I mean, there's really no difference – of what she was doing in that movie to what she was doing at the end of Justice League, where she was foiling a bank robbery and returning all the art. It's the same thing. So what was the whole point of Wonder Woman, the first movie, and Justice League, that she turned away from mankind after the events of World War One? It's bullshit. So the way the I, I read an article about that, and that was basically that was Joss Whedon's thing. That wasn't part of Zack Snyder's Justice League. That was changes Joss Whedon made, and Patty Jenkins refused because nobody likes the Whedon. In the first Wonder Woman. In the first Wonder Woman, she literally says, like, after the events of World War I, she, like, closed up again until, like, she reads the letter from Bruce at the end that, like, he needs her back in the world, and she decides, all right, I'm going to go be in the world and flies out, like, out of the art institute. Like, she's going to be, you know, there's nothing in Wonder Woman 1 that, like, shows that, like, she took a little side trip in the 80s and did some superheroing. Like, and there would have been pictures of her. Just, like, the only picture that Batman had on her was from World War One, But, like, they didn't no have one had a... cameras then. Polaroid or any video. She knocked the video cameras out with her little tiara. It was just so stupid. It was, like, no reason to, like... There's no reason for this movie to be in the 80s at all. Like, no. it should have just been right after the events the of World... The first Cold War part. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the missile things and all that. But I mean, you know. So I was the only reason it was in the '80s, so they could force that. So they could do that on that, you know. Um, well, that and it was the whole consumption thing. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Which you could have done wish powers through cell phones that would have been just as effective. TikTok and Snapchat, you could have been mind controlling the whole planet that way, you know. That's what we're doing right now with social media. Yeah. So you had that. Um, second, let's talk Maxwell Lord. All right. I hated him. I've read Maxwell Lord in comics before. One of the coolest story arcs in, in Maxwell Lord is when I mean, if anyone knows, he got his plan. He got his powers from an, from the from an alien race. He didn't have wish powers. He had basically purple man powers, right? From yeah. the Marvel universe, Sub- hypnotic suggestions where he could control you, and it would it would cause pain to his head. His nose would bleed. He would get hurt from it. But Max, well, Lord got so powerful in the one arc that remember he was controlling Superman into like destroying cities and made Wonder Woman snap his neck to stop him. I mean, like the guy has some really cool arcs that they've used him before. Here he was fucking granting wishes and he had luck, like wish powers. Why did they do that? Why did they change that? That was like so asinine to me that he's, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to grant wish powers. And he was just like a. It looked like a Donald Trump knockoff. It was really dumb that hairdo he had, and all that shit that he was doing. He had a little kid. I I don't. That wasn't Maxwell Lord to me. I thought they ruined it. What are your they, thoughts? I didn't like that character at all. No. I, Max Lord is such a cool villain that they could have done something with in a Justice League movie or something. But now he's ruined. But they could have done it with something else. And the way they tried to humanize him with the kid, and you know his down yeah. down on the luck, down on his luck sort of thing, the grip yeah, angle, it it, it, just, it just sort of disrespected the character, right? Yeah. Maxwell Lord would have been cool seen alongside Lex Luthor and Deathstroke, you know, messing with su- superheroes, giving them. We saw how well that worked in Jessica Jones. How cool of a like a an ability that can be. Instead, he was just like, "Hey, do you want more help? Well, then wish for it. I wish there was more help. You got it. And then more help shows up. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then like he was putting up walls and all the other stupid shit that he was doing, taking over armies. Just, do you want some of that, Lance? Then wish for it, Lance. Oh, I wish it for it. And it, I mean, it was. But then the it was dumbest- killing him. Uh, yeah, it was killing him until he realized he could absorb people's like energy. I don't know. Life force. Well, no, he could he could wish for their life force. Yeah, he could wish <laughs> for their life force. There was they were all over, and then you know like everyone had a little caveat. Like you had Wonder Woman, she was losing her powers because Steve Trevor was here. Like she mm-hmm. wished him back to life. Whatever. And he totally uh, just killed some other guy to take his body. <laughs> yeah, some other guy's life. Who was? Uh, and I, I read it on. I went back and because I didn't understand that, so I went back and read it in Wikipedia. And the way Wikipedia stated it was, Steve Trevor's body is then absorbed into a useless human who wasn't using his life. Okay, so the guy had an apartment and a career, but he wasn't using his life. He was a useless human. <laughs> he had an apartment in Washington D.C. in the eighties. Yeah. 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 Whenever she ran into him at the end, he seemed like a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that was so fucking dumb. Then you had Cheetah. Now, Cheetah, I think, is one of my favorite DC villains. I mean, 
she's done so much in the comics. She's a Legion of Doom member. She's, you know, established. She has a cool story. She's been reinvented a couple times, but the latest one they have now, you know, she has that uh, Amazonian god that she got her powers from that, you know, the way they do it. She's a cheetah and all that. This story was basically she's nerdy and dorky, and then she wished for to be cool like Diana so she just got hot and dressed sexy and had cheetah print on and walked around for half the movie just being hot like she was cheetah for fucking two minutes at the end of the movie and the CGI was fucking awful it looked like a bad movie it was so terrible it was like like a cat's movie that bombed a couple years ago even better probably than this shit I mean she her story arc is so dumb. I, I, I was so disappointed in Cheetah because I was so looking forward to Cheetah being a main antagonist. And all she did when she was hot was bang Maxwell Lord because he was cold to her. And then she walked around town sexy and guys were catcalling her. Every fucking guy in Washington, D.C. is a rapist or, or like, a, a, like a, a, a sexual predator. They're all like, hey, baby, nice oh, legs. Yeah. You know, they're all out to get her, and she's just beating people up in the street. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And then she's Cheetah for two minutes, and then that was it. So dumb. What would you think about Cheetah, Justin? <laughs> it, it was underutilized. They could have done it a lot better. Um, but, you know, nobody nobody paid any consequences in this film. Maxwell Lord, you never see what happens to him. He just loses his power and goes and gets his kid. Cheetah... Yeah loses her cheetah form but you know we don't know if you know whatever else maybe she only rescinded her last wish so that was max's wish though because diana pointed that out when we were watching she's like uh how did she turn back she must have rescinded her wish i was like well that second wish that turned her into the cat monster was maxwell's yeah, she was the big wish to be an Apex Predator. I don't know how she got a second wish, because most I people didn't, weren't... I didn't get well, that either. Cause the, well, I guess the first one was she touched, she got it... Her first wish she got from the actual stone, and the second one was Maxwell Lord giving her a wish. And here's the thing with her. What was her drawback? She like, lost one, her humanity. She, yeah, she was losing her humanity. Yeah, but she seemed pretty okay to me. She was hot beating the shit out of people. What? It's not well, like but that's the, the, But that's the thing. She would never have done that before she made her wish. She lost but her friends. It didn't seem like, you know, like Wonder Woman's was a severe drawback. She was like literally dying and losing all of her power. You know, like Maxwell Lord, it was like killing him using it. She was just like, oh, like my friends don't like me anymore. Cause well, I, she turned into a cat. Once, that, was, that was her. I mean, but that was, that was, that was what made her character. Mm-hmm. She, you know, her humanity. And it's supposed to be you lose what is you know most important to you. That's important to you. Her relationship with Diana was so fucking rushed. They met in one scene, then the next scene it was yeah. like besties. Friends. I was like, what is that? That movie, if you redo that whole movie and put that movie in like take Maxwell Lord out, put it in modern times, make it just about a relationship between Barbara and Diana as friends on an expedition. She becomes Cheetah. Have them fight. You don't need any of the other horseshit in that movie at all. It's mm-hmm. just all horseshit. It could have been just her fighting Cheetah. I don't know why it had to be like Max Lord's in the 80s and he's going to bomb everybody. And then, <laughs> and then I don't know when she became Spider-Man with all the fucking web swinging she was doing at the end of that movie. Like, 
is she flying or what? Like well, she was. She learned how to fly. Slinging, the flying and actually, you know, doing the little force ball to create the invisible jet. That was stupid. She didn't learn how to fly because in Justice League, she doesn't know how to fly in yeah. Batman versus Superman or in Justice League. She never flies in any of those movies at all. She just lands a couple times, but you never see her actually take off and launch. But in this movie, she did a lasso twirl that pulled her, swung from a fucking lightning bolt. Like, I don't know, like, all this newfound shit that she learned, it, like, none of that was later on in any other movies. And if Basically, she knew how to make shit invisible, why didn't you make Batman's plane invisible in Justice League to uh, go attack? Well, what's it? Basically, what they're saying is, is that these movies are there. The the universe isn't connected anymore. Yeah, which is so dumb. So this is just another Wonder. You know, this is another it's Warner Brothers. The first movie because the same Steve Trevor's in it. So obviously it matters. That's what I mean. They don't know how to get their shit together. It's just random stupidness. And the other thing is. What the fuck was the point of the Asteria armor? She goes and puts it on and lands. Cheetah rips the shit out of the wings, and then she just beats Cheetah up. Like, it was so uneventful to put that armor on. They made it yeah. 15 minutes to make a big fucking deal of it in the beginning of the movie, and then she shows up with it just so they can make a figure out of it, so McFarlane can make a figure out of it. That was the only fucking reason they had that armor on, and it was nothing. And again, if these movies are connected... Wouldn't you have gone and got the Asteria armor to fight fucking Ares instead of Cheetah? I mean, shouldn't you have needed that Asteria armor in the first movie? Wouldn't you have stolen that right from the beginning instead of walking out of Thermoscara with the red underwear on or whatever? I would have just stole the Asteria armor from the fucking beginning. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's such a pile of unrelated shit that it, that's why it, this movie is such garbage. Who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll see her show up with that armor in Zack Snyder's version of of Justice League. <laughs> Hopefully not, because it's dumb as shit. <laughs> the armor's cool. Yeah, but what point did it serve, Brock? She showed up with it, and nothing happened. It looked cool. Yeah, it was a cool scene to Lance. Lance, what did you think about the golden Asteria armor? Uh, I mean. I'm with you. It really didn't serve any real purpose. Other than a plot device to bring back um, uh, Linda, Linda Carter. Linda Carter at the end of the movie. That's that all. pissed me off. Like I'm tired of them bringing back Linda Carter for everything involving superheroes. Everything. Female. Everything. She's on Supergirl, <laughs> and then she had to be at the end of this movie. You know, it's just what a stupid cutscene that was. I mean, so dumb. Oh, it's hysteria. Who the fuck is hysteria? I mean, all, all the Thermoscara people you can use for reading Wonder Woman comics. We use a character we've never heard of. Yeah, there's so many it could have been. Just so she could. I'm going to go get this golden armor. So, yeah, for all those reasons, I think it sucked ass i mean there was nothing in that movie that i was like this like the only thing i thought was enjoyable was when she the way she was using the lasso when she fought the bad guys in the mall like it was a cool fight scene like that was really it the way she was lassoing them and pull them in and blocking the bullets with it the wonder woman choreography of her fighting was okay but that was like 10 minutes of the movie other than that it was so slow and boring in the middle when her and steve trevor are just having like 
playing grab ass walking around Washington D.C. in the eighties. I mean, it was so stupid. I don't care about their love story in the first movie, and I don't care about it now. I mean, it, you know, it was just so bad. I mean, I mean, the Steve Trevor love story. I could, I, I mean, that's fine. But you know, we went, we what wasted fifteen minutes on you know. Let's try on parachute pants. Yeah, that was. There's so much wasted. Oh yeah. Two and a half hours of so much wasted shit. You know, him talking to his dumb kid for ten minutes about stuff and the stupid kid, like <laughs> uh, the wish shit, all the dumb wishing that they were. Everybody was doing stupid wishes, and I hope you die. And the fat lady starts dying in the diner. It's like, what is happening here? What is going on in this movie? <laughs> it was. I also want to know how Max Lord. Even even before he got the wish powers, how he had that huge ass headquarters that was empty yeah. of people, but you know, real estate in the eighties, even in DC, there's no way you could afford that. <laughs> was it like a pyramid scheme guy? It, he yeah, was, he was doing. Yeah, his, he was. Uh, I guess it was a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, he was selling oil that he didn't have. Or I mean, it was so convoluted. It didn't need to be in there at all. I mean, it was. <laughs> So bad. It was like Maxwell Lord, and I love that guy too. He's a great actor. He was so stupid in that movie. Everything <laughs> he did was so stupid. The end when he's like screaming and yelling into the energy cloud, I was like, oh my god. We you want to end- know what that scene reminded me of? Hector Hammond. No. The even worse <laughs> was the Riddler scene from yeah. with Jim Carrey from Batman Returns. Yeah, when his head broke back and he's yeah. like, <laughs> all the Barbara Minerva reminded me of Edward Nygma from Batman uh, yes. Forever too. Yes, Batman Forever. Very similar to that character. Yeah, Tri- if you're like a dorky person, you trip over shit when you enter an office. Uh, you're very uncoordinated. Poison Ivy from that same movie. Yeah, yes. you're very from the Poison Ivy is from the second was from Batman and Robin, but yeah, oh, same. Yeah. Real stupid, real goofy, doesn't know what they're doing. You can basically describe any of the Batman villains from yeah. that Tim Burton run that way. So you get <laughs> wish powers, then you get you dress a little sexy and you come out with your high heels on, and then every guy you walk by is a rapist. Trust me, they're all rapists. You, hey baby, where are you going? Going down there. That could have been another downfall from the wish too. That could have been one of the, well, the monkey paw things. What I've known is I've seen about seven different articles from Warner Brothers that are like on IMDb and 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 ComicBook.com, all saying uh, Maxwell Lord's wish powers explained. Uh, Barb. Barbara's cheetah powers explain. Like, here we go again. When you gotta explain that movie to me in a fucking article from an interview that you had with the goddamn director, then the movie's <laughs> good. I should it be able to job. understand power from watching your fucking film, not from reading about it or having Justin explain it to me <laughs> why it worked or whatever. That's not good. That means the but, movie sucked. But Justin's very good at explaining things. Well, a lot of things go over your head. <laughs> I pay attention for these things, you know. I've seen enough movies, I think, to qualify me as someone that knows what he's talking about. We've reviewed a million movies on this show. This we have to explain half of them to you. This movie was bad. It was bad. Now, you watch a movie like 
uh, Captain America, the first Avenger or Winter Soldier, you didn't need any of that explained to you afterwards. Like, well, what was his powers or where did he come from? You pretty much know what, what happened. You didn't have to watch and go, how the fuck do wish powers work? Why does he have, first of all, why does he have wish powers? It was, <laughs> don't understand why you have wish powers. It was some kind of God. It's so dumb. Maxwell Lord can stand on his own as a good villain. It was basically their Loki from what it, it sounded like. It yeah. was like a mischief god kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, god of mischief. So, I don't know. I thought it was absolutely horrible. And, yeah, I think it's, I th- it's right up there for me as one of the worst. So, we ready to review it? Give it some ratings? Sure. Okay, go ahead then, Justin. Uh, two. All right. Lance? Um, two and a half. Brock? I will also say two. Okay. I'm going to give it a half a star. For, <laughs> um, that one fight scene that was good, it gets a half of a star, barely. Barely gets a half a star. I still can't believe that you that, that you thought this was as bad or worse than Fantastic Four. Well, I'll, I'll explain to you why. Okay, so Fantastic Four... Well, had Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan in it. He was likable. Um, ben and Reed, I like their relationship in the beginning of the movie. Before it goes haywire, like, I like their relationship. Like, Reed stuck up for him, or Ben stuck up for him, helped him out. Reed was an inventor. They were likable in the beginning of that movie. There were scenes in that movie that were, it went off the rails with the whole Doctor Doom thing and all that. But, you know, the general premise of the beginning of the movie is is enjoyable like i I, you know there's parts of it that are enjoyable um the thing no pants on the the adopted the adopted storm children that's one star (laughs) i I have actually gone back and watched that fantastic four movie i think once or twice after that when it came on disney plus i actually watched it again i will never watch this movie again this movie is two and a half hours, and it's so boring. At least the Birds of Prey movie was short. You know, yeah. it was like <laughs> it's, it's slow. It's it slow. Was, I think the, I think the term you're looking for is mercifully short. It was, and it was well, Birds of Prey is another one that gets one fucking star. But like this movie was so long and boring. I mean, like. <laughs> I, I like I had to pause it and like go take a nap and then come back and turn it on because I'm like I don't want to fall asleep and miss something and then I'll be like well I missed the only part that was good but like <laughs> it was so boring. I fell asleep toward the end. I had to watch it again. Everybody I watched it with was was passed out by the end of this movie. Like like they just couldn't couldn't hang with it. You know. It, it was slow. Slow and such a letdown because Wonder Woman, the first one, is such a good movie. It's it so is. well done. I love the what she did with it. I had nothing but high hopes for this movie. Maybe that's why I like Birds of Prey going in. I had no expectations. Same thing with Fantastic Four. This movie I was really fucking excited about. Like I love Patty Jenkins. I love I loved her as Wonder Woman. Cheetah's in it. Okay, this sounds great. Like yeah, let's have it. I love Cheetah. I love her. Her 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 Joker to Batman, Cheetah to Wonder Woman, Lex to Superman, like it Cheetah's Legion of Doom. I love the Legion of Doom. Like there was nothing about the trailer or any of the stuff that made me think like 
this isn't going to kick ass. Like, I couldn't fucking wait for it. You know, like, finally, when everyone settled down on Christmas, I was like, let's go. I want to watch Wonder Woman. I can't fucking wait for this movie. And the movie started off, and I was like, all right. <laughs> you actually text me, does it speed up? This is really slow. <laughs> right? And I'm like, well, here's Max and Laura. Let's see if they do it. What? what? What's he doing? What? You know, like... Yeah, it so just let me down so bad, more than any other comic book movie has ever let me down, I think. I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan, and this was shit. But, you know, I love Gal Gadot, so hopefully they'll make a better one and do something afterwards with it. But this was shit. <laughs> this was a half-star piece of shit is what it was. <laughs> And see, my mother loved it because she loved the love story. Oh, I was so touched that love story. I was like, well, it's it's story. funny. I I actually liked the way they brought Steve back until I thought about it. They killed <laughs> that guy. I was, and I was like, what the hell happened to that poor guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, if she hadn't rescinded her wish, like, was he just dead? What, like, have <laughs> no parents? Or, I was going to say, did he have no one that would miss yeah. him? Yeah. Said it was a person not using his life, a lost soul. And they made and they made comments about how all the pictures in his apartment were just of him alone. Like they made they they talked about how he didn't have any like. Because if you have no like, to die. (laughs) Yeah, apparently, (laughs) I'm locked. (laughs) See it, Justin. (laughs) Oh, that's just. (laughs) New game. <laughs> now, now I have I have one I have one question. Would this movie have been better if we weren't comic book nerds? No. Oh. I think it would have been worse. It's it's getting. I mean, my father-in-law watched it, and he's never watched any movies. He was like, "Is this supposed to be good?" I'm not getting it, and I'm like, no, "It's not it's shit." You know, I don't know. I mean, did Gretchen like it? She liked it. She said it wasn't. As, I mean, she was with me. It wasn't as good as the first one. How about Diana? Did she like it? No, she said that she thought there was way too much in it. Yeah. There, not that like the fifteen minute getting dressed scene and all that stuff. Like, just so much filler. She's right. She's absolutely she, right. She said there were too many villains too. She said you only needed one. Exactly. You just need a cheetah in modern times. That's it. That's all you needed. You know. I don't know why it had to be in 84. I have no idea. I still to this day have no idea why this movie takes place in 1984. They could tie it into the whole Cold War thing. That's yeah. the only reason I can think of. Get rid of all that. Get rid of all yeah, that. Yeah, but, I mean, if you wanted to do that, you know, do it in 65. Do it with the Cuban Missile Crisis. I mean, there's tons yeah. of other opportunities. The X-Men already did that. Or you don't even have to do it with that. You just do it in modern times. I mean, it's not like there's not nuclear weapons now or, like, riots in our streets Corrupt and everything. Governments. Corrupt governments that you couldn't tie to nowadays. I mean, shit. You know, I mean, there's enough crap in this year going on that you could have tied things to. Yeah, I did it, like Ronald Reagan, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the president. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just, oh God, it was just awful. It's awful. So there you go. Mortal Kombat's coming out soon. Yeah. <laughs> for for Warner Brothers. If you want, Warner Brothers needs a good movie. <laughs> They've had a couple bombs here. 
Maybe Aquaman 2 will be better. Maybe. They should just tie Mortal Kombat into the DC universe. It should. Because in the comics, it technically is. Yeah. Outworld is part of it. Well, maybe they'll tie it in this movie and they'll make... uh, You can wish people while you're fighting them and (laughs) wish powers. You you know know what I, I, I think... I, I, I've come to the conclusion that Warner Brothers can suck like this because there are so few studios left. I mean, yeah, you know, you've, you've got you've got Disney and, and your other top tiers, and you know if you're going to be one, two, or three, if you can be two and three and basically phone it in like Warner Brothers is, they're like, <laughs> yeah, fine, we can do it. Yeah. I mean, their other content is good on uh, HBO Max. Their original series and stuff that they've been on, having on. I watched the first couple episodes of Flight Attendant. That's really good. Yeah, I, I'm up to uh, uh, episode seven of it. It is really good. Keith, well done. You guess, I mean, they, they just can't do superheroes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Well, I think, I think superheroes and anything pop culture seems to have... They seem to have an issue with. I think if Warner Brothers stayed out of DC's way and let people at DC actually make the fucking movies that they want to make and do what they need to do, I think they get a lot of shit pushed down on what they need to do. And I think they tried to make a couple political statements in this movie as well, uh, which drove some of the storytelling. Um, but but think back to the Harry Potter series, okay? I mean, they weren't. They weren't bad. Did they did they have did Warner Brothers have such a heavy hand on them? I don't know. Those were well done. I don't know. They don't, they don't seem to be able to get their shit right in any of this stuff. If they do have some kind of success, like, you know, Wonder Woman, the first one was a big success for them. Uh, Aquaman was too. You know they're gonna fuck up the second Aquaman just like they did this Here's one. Here's the thing with the first Wonder Woman, I think. What they felt made it such a big success was it was a period piece. So they feel like they have to do that now with her moving forward. I mean, let's so just they, kind of, did this the they took Wonder Woman 1 and used the, used the Captain America First Avenger format yeah. and basically just made the same movie almost. And they, they should have done what then Captain America did and just brought her into the modern world. Yeah, exactly. Which you they know, already did. Yeah. With Justice League and uh, Batman v Superman. Right. So you didn't establish who she is. Right. But, I mean, they, they, there, there are so many other routes they could have taken. I mean, the whole female empowerment thing could have been done in any freaking time era, time, you know, exactly. time period. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it would have made more sense today. Yeah. I don't know, though. <laughs> you just didn't need it. It was just. It's pointless to do a period piece. You did it already. You did mm-hmm. it. It was just to make 80s jokes. So many 80s jokes. Like like you said, a 15-minute scene of trying on clothes from the 80s with parachute pants. Do people actually parachute in these pants? Oh, waka, waka, waka. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on here? Like, what this, you know? And move on from Steve Trevor already. He died in the movie. Get over with it. You know, like you can go back into the into and he'd the, be dead by now anyway. Dead. So in the new movie, make Steve Trevor's nephew, and, and you know, and and he looks just like Chris Pine, and you can have Chris Pine in it again. You like know? they did in that '90s Captain America movie with yes. Aaron Carter. 
<laughs> see, no one will care that he's Steve. Oh, Steve Trevor was my great uncle. Oh, you look just like him. Okay, now we can bang. What's your name? Steve Trevor the third. Steve Trevor the third. They've done it in comics a bunch of times, and no one cares. I mean, you just you just get on with it. You know, he died. That's why you don't have an immortal person fall in love with a mortal. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he had a good death in the first movie. You know. He died a hero. God, when they stole that jet plane in this movie, and you're like, oh, I can sometimes touch things and make them invisible. <laughs> the invisible jet makes an appearance. They were just flying into some fucking jungle and landing it in the middle, in the middle of nowhere. I was like, what is well, happening? Well, but but also but also let, let's let's look at the fact that they're running into the Smithsonian, finding a fully functional I, Vietnam fueled. era jet, fueled, fully fueled. <laughs> so Ready to go. And, and, and in a span of two minutes, you know, a person who's used to buying World War One fighters <laughs> knows how to operate a jet engine. Right. Oh, where's yep. the where's the where's the on button? Oh, here it is. All right, let's go. Bing, bing, boom. We're taking off. Like you wouldn't know how to fly that. You wouldn't know what to do in that. You'd be you totally would crash. Maybe the guy he possessed was the pilot. Yeah, he was the pilot. Well, wait, no, he just wasted his life. He didn't do anything. I to mention, sometimes I can touch things and then they go invisible. Well, would you? I did it like a cup of coffee once or whatever it was. So, that, I groaned out loud when that happened. So, I was like, is that how they explain the invisible jet in the comics? No, it's just invisible. Well, let's let's be honest. The invisible jet is a fucking stupid 70s idea. Like, it's just dumb. They tried the red car some of the newer comics where it was like an entity from Thermoscara that could turn into anything she wanted. Remember when they did that? Yeah. And she kept it in like her bracelet. Or Which it was is in her better than touching it and turning it invisible. Do you remember that, Lance, where she had it like in her belt buckle or her bracelet? Yeah, yeah. Come out, turn into a boat and a jet, whatever she wanted. Fine. It was like some kind of gift from the gods. Fine. That's a lot better than sometimes I touch things and they go invisible. Like, <laughs> all right. Wasn't that, didn't didn't they do something like that in the cartoons where she you know she would shrink the shrink the jet down? They've done that in cartoons. She would make it small, put it in her wrist. Yeah. 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 Stupid. Christ, it was so dumb. I was like, oh no. I think I groaned out loud too, or that one throughout the whole movie for most of it. Yeah, you didn't need any of that shit. No. No, no, no. And someone, either Patty Jenkins or someone, picked up a copy of Kingdom Come. And was like, wow, look how cool Wonder Woman looks with gold bird wings. Let's just make it end in the movie. Yep. Swing by and grab that. That skydiving shit she was doing for ten minutes, that was fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Justin's reading something else. He's moved on. All right, I forgot we were still recording. So, uh... I guess we can end this. Wrap this up. We'll wrap this up. And there you go. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, happy New Year, everyone. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah, Good happy New Year 2020. Year. Let's hope 2021 isn't worse. December 32nd, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> There's now 60 days in December. Zero stars would not repeat. Right. All right, everybody. Take care. We'll talk to you next year. Later. Later.